We have the full gang here for the first time in a while. Uh, Yulia does not have coronavirus, actually. Yay! Uh, but yeah, so join with Yulia. Well, I'm first this time, so yeah, uh, on, it. I you. <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rob. Hello. And Kieran. Coffee will never fade. <laughs> and, and of course, myself, Nick. I've I, I've had that too. When you get too high, you just gotta relax, man. Chill out. No, it'll go. It'll go. Don't worry. Keep going. Don't worry. Come on. You know you're stuck no. like this forever, Kieran. You're like a. You're like a. <laughs> Nick, you're a bad trip. I'm the someone, first one. If someone gets their like animal high, it's yeah. stuck high the, like forever. The Mayans forever. actually predicted that the first person to never come down again would be a boy named Kieran Dold in Berlin, Germany, nice. on se- September 11th. Yeah. Did you know that coffee, uh, caffeine, yeah. um, um, um. um uh, uh, what's the word? Mayans also predicted uh, 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the word. Well, it's bad for anxieties. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's terrible for anxiety. But don't worry, my entire thought process right now is I'm literally like visualizing in my head opening the start menu on a Windows 95 computer <laughs> and br- bringing up that mouse game where you played as the mouse to trap the cats in the corner and then they would turn into cheese. Nice. Oh, sounds delicious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's vaguely bringing back memories. I've, I've never had anxiety. <laughs> I mean, I drink a lot of caffeine and I have anxiety. Oh, and I've never had. It's never <laughs> exacerbated my anxiety. I gotta say, caffeine. Yeah, yeah, so the super great thing that like, okay, so I'm having a kid, so I'm examining my entire life and all the choices that I was made and like how I was parented and whatnot. And like, like, what do I want to do with my kid? What don't I want to do with my kid? I probably don't want to make the soda of choice in the Dold household Diet Coke and get my <laughs> seven-year-old addicted to caffeine. <laughs> okay. And then we all wonder why he stops growing at the age of 12. <gasps> yeah. So I you're saying that no, Kieran no, could have been a true, baller? Is it? Mm. Is it? I wish I was a little bit... You, you is that sh- true? What? That I've been because addicted to caffeine since I was seven? Yes. No, you know, <laughs> no, no but, but my neighbor's parents always said that my friend wasn't allowed to drink cola because she wouldn't grow anymore, and that's why I'm so t- tiny. Because so I like, cola. yeah, is it, so I don't, why I'm tiny. tiny. I don't know about this, the caffeine stunting growth thing, but I was, I was, I was like a super fucking tall king as a 12-year-old. No, but come on, that and just then, happens to some and, people. And then as a 14-year-old, I was at all right height, and now I'm just this. Yeah, some I was people. tiny and I grew at some point. It reminds me of my class. Classic Donald Trump tweet. I've never seen a tall person drinking Diet Coke. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> Kieran could dunk on fools and no uh, longer. All right, let's start the episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was actually in my basketball team. Oh. Yeah, I got a silver medal. <laughs> For participation. First loser. Oh. <laughs> Boo. Um, yeah, so uh, Europe is on one uh, again. Yeah. It is not like, uh, you know. Uh, we'll tell you when it's off. Yeah, it'll never <laughs> be off. I love it. I love doing a show about Europe. It's so great because. Mm. Um, I, I'm sitting here in my EU uh, pullover, sweater, hoodie, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, just, you With know. American words, English <laughs> words. Jumper. Not, yeah, jumper. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's it. Jumper. It's a yeah. jumper. Yulia, Yulia's uh, clap backing that genocide is good actually with yeah. her EU pullover mm. well, like, it's good austerity that, like, just makes me the Greek government <laughs> are kidnapping refugees in the middle of the night and just sending them back to Turkey I <laughs> want you to do genocide at my house <laughs> you know what's funny it would be the first time that the Greek government kidnapped children do you want to know one of the other times of that happening oh, here we go idea. Greek history one on one if I say no I'm going to hear it anyway <laughs> so this is actually a relatively recent so it's the moon you see yeah <laughs> 
Someone witched the moon. <laughs> no, uh, uh, this was like maybe... Democracy t- was actually invented by an Egyptian child that we kidnapped <laughs> in, exactly. in antiquity. No, no, no. This happened like 20 years ago or so that they found a kid who was uh, uh, Roma. <gasps> oh, I know that And story. they just kidnapped it because, because it was like, blunt. It, was, it had uh, recessive genetic traits yes. that do not show up that often amongst Roma population of blonde hair, blue eyes. Yep. And they're like, this kid is not yours. It is stolen. So they kidnapped yep. the child. Yeah. Oh. Yep. No I fun. know that story. Yep. Yeah. Fun, 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 fun. You need a license to be blonde haired and blue eyes. In Greece, yeah. In Greece, yeah. 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 Oh, Christ. Okay, so let's start with, let's start with like some of the funner topics. Um, if I remember our running order correctly, we're talking about Serbia. Let's talk, <laughs> let's talk, let's talk some Serbian shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Do you like the way I say Serbia? <laughs> I just have to think of that video. <laughs> yeah, you gotta think of All right, video. Someone describe okay. the video, please. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful video. We might be able to. Uh, it's uh, it's great. Anyway, um, so the president of Kosovo and the president of um, uh, Serbia. Uh, Hota, they met at the White Hota House. and Vucic. Yep, good. Because uh, I only knew the name of one. They of got them. together. They smoked blunt together and said, "Hey, you know, you're all right." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I recognize you. I see you. Yeah. Of I, I don't recognize you. your borders, but I see you. Yeah. <laughs> there was like a. I see you. You're Serbian. <laughs> <laughs> you run an autonomous region of Serbia. Um, the what's up, my Serbian brother? There was a lot of weird EU news that was kind of like, hey. Uh, like there was a lot of like hype made about this deal. They went to the White House and there was going to be a deal signed, and they're like, "Oh, finally, the Serbia Kosovo conflict will be." And no, no, you idiot, stop it! I Shut love, up. I love how um, Europeans just like fell for like the Donald Trump one two of. Going to the White House and making a fucking deal with the fucking master of making deals. And of course, deals. it's just about you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, and there's nothing else tied into it. Oh, no. by the way, what about this fucking question of Jerusalem with the fucking... Uh, let's 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 just, just to go back, has a U.S. president ever, like, done a deal, actually? Like, the Camp David Accords or whatever? Like, nothing. They just do a photo op. Every president is the yeah. same thing again yeah. and again. They're but like, Donald Trump doesn't know that. I think he legitimately thinks that he's, like, there and going like, to, do a deal. I think, like, well, I think they told him, because it's election year, they're like, alright, we got to get some juice, we got to get some positive yeah. press, and they're like, we should do a deal. And, and it's like, alright, what deals? What deals are there yeah. in the world? I mean, what, the what North Korea thing didn't work out that It well. did work out. The North Korea thing worked out perfectly well that Donald Trump, like, like even tweeted the yeah. other day of, like, nothing can stop my man Kim Jong-un. <laughs> I know, I know. I saw that. I showed that tweet to you. Yeah, actually. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't underestimate Kim, Kim the names. <laughs> that was like the, the that was like the EU, like the Brussels bubble, like press idea was like, okay, it's election year. He's obviously trying to win some brownie points. No one gives a fuck about the Kosovo Serbia conflict. They don't know what Kosovo is. They don't there. know. Like if you tell me, if you tell the average American. Kosovo, they'll be like, yes, I'll have that on top too. Please. Thank you. Like, no one knows what the fuck that is. It's interesting that they choose America, of course, because Kosovo, I mean, we all know oh, yeah. the story. Kosovo about legit Kosovo. is a, a, a they, NATO fucking op. If they didn't they, use the euro, they would have Bill Clinton on their money. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have a huge ass statue of Bill Clinton in Pristina, yep. a bronze um, statue. And, like, just be, in case you don't see the monument, you have, like, a huge ass. Like I don't know, poster of Bill Clinton on mm. one of the fucking buildings. It says mission accomplished. Yeah, yeah. and he yeah. visits them from time to time. Pro- he does. 
like uh, just a few yeah. years like two years ago or something he was there again just visiting yeah. hanging out it, with the people it, it's <laughs> you know? sad because like playing in the saxophone it, it's sad they <laughs> ran out of funding because they were going to have a bronze statue of one of those Epstein kidnapped children giving him a <laughs> massage behind him but the funding you know I also I, I really love this is the thing though is that everyone <laughs> thinks that everyone <laughs> thinks that, that that Bill Clinton's big Arsenio Hall moment where he plays saxophone oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, first black on, president baby yeah, yeah. Uh, happened, you know, <laughs> on the set of Arsenio Hall. No, it actually happened. It was, you know, taped in front of a live coast of our Albanian audience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the first Dua Lipa song was actually <laughs> played on saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Clinton. Yeah, it was like, yeah, I know God, Dua Lipa in the studio. It was like, we need the best saxophone session musician. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got Bill one Clinton. for you. <laughs> live from Pristina. It's <laughs> Bill, Bill Clinton. Clinton. Live from Greater Serbia. <laughs> Greater Albania. Um, yeah, so like. So the deal. So the deal was hyped up in EU press as possibly being something, you know, big for Trump. That even if he did get like international, widely accepted recognition of Kosovo as a country, I don't think the American population will give a fuck. Um, so what actually happened. But, like, the other side of this was people were scared, like, no, he's just going to do some sort of, like, idiotic land swap deal where, like, a town in Kosovo that's primarily ethnic Serbian will just be, like, handed over or something or whatever. Like, not even that happened. The deal was... Better economic relations. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was just... Um, that's the best deal for Trump, though. I know. That just shows that yeah. he's... That's the art of the deal. Exactly. <laughs> I mean... He's so good at this shit. That, that's all... Vucic wanted. There was like pretty heavy tariffs in Kosovo on Serbian goods. Um, I'm wondering what are Serbian goods, but (laughs) racism. (laughs) Uh, Orthodox. It's only racist if it comes from the racist region of Serbia. (laughs) I hate hate how easily... Otherwise, it's just racially motivated bias. Yeah, yeah, actually, what is the economic output of Serbia? That's it. It literally is just... That's a good question. What the fuck do they do? I don't know. What do they do? They have a lot of basketball players. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) It's human trafficking. That's what they fucking wanted. You know, and they knew the fucking man for the job was the one who had good relations with Jeffrey Epstein. So I just love in a year's time yes. we're just gonna get like you know the whatever the Pristina equivalent of this podcast is is just gonna be like, dude, man, you know, Pristina's changed. You know, it used to be like <laughs> such, such a vibrant shop, but ne- like such a vibrant city, but now every fucking corner another basketball player shop <laughs> <laughs> where I can like, buy a fucking yoked Serbian dude. Novak Djokovic, he's Serbian. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, isn't Ragic as well? But like football used to be the number one sport of the Kosovo Albanians. Now it's basketball. Let's go, baby. <laughs> and, and now That's why I founded actually DSA Berlin to make everyone basketball players instead of football. <laughs> I We're love taking Rob's over. like, look at me. Look at how tall I am. I can play basketball. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Like the, the, the joy of when you encounter. <laughs> Rob, Rob doing DSA basketball clinics throughout Berlin. <laughs> Like the joy of uh, when you see someone for the first time realizing that they can dunk. Now imagine if it's a partially recognized nation. <laughs> like entirely just figuring out. Sorry, I have to look up Serbian exports. What the fuck do you do? Motor vehicles. 
What? What? <laughs> what car is, is it Serbian? just cars that are stolen from a different country <laughs> that then come into the country that then are resold oh, to other countries? Are the German companies in this? No, somewhere? I know that it's parts manufacturing for German car companies. Yeah. Parts manufacturing. That's what Germany did. They were stolen from Germany, end up in Serbia, and then just get sold back uh-huh, to Germany. Someone has some. <laughs> Chemicals uh, and chemical products, metals. Dr- drugs. Drugs. <laughs> yeah, God fucking damn it. This is like when your uncle says he works in sanitation. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 the entire nation just doing that. The no, fucking leader of Serbia is just like Tony Soprano with the fucking mustache on. <laughs> but it's actually interesting because like Tony Sopranovic. Sopranovich. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, but actually, the car stuff—that is interesting because everything, like the Balkans and around there, was very interesting for the German car industry. Like in Hungary, they basically. Yeah. Like they let them into to privatize everything. So instead of like doing the uh, the stuff that the, the the Russians did, like you know selling it off to, well giving it to your own people and then having it bought by a few smart assholes, mm. <laughs> you know, like it happened in Russia in the uh, in Russia in the nineties. In Hungary, for example, the plan was just to to led a lot of big companies in the country. And I think the Balkans had like a similar situation, even though the Balkans were very late with all the privatization because Yugoslavia was the thing there was a for civil longer. War, yeah. yeah, there was <laughs> there was this the civil war in the nineties happened. Yeah. yeah. But Bill afterwards Clinton they, they saved Kosovo by himself. The dream of the nineties is alive. <laughs> we were all kind of deciding if Bosnia Herzegovina was gonna be a thing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Switzerland is very thankful for all the good soccer players. <laughs> Woo! Oh, yeah, true. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. So, um, I have a quick question. Yeah. What is Gabagool in uh, 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 whatever the language is that they speak in Serbia? You're not, allowed, say, you're not allowed to say what the language is for international reasons. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what's, the, what's, the, what's the proper PKMS. term? PKMS. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is Gabagool in that language? Uh, sound off in the comments. We have, we have one very passionate Serbian listener. He will respond. Um... So, the deal, though, uh, the deal was better economic relations. Uh, Vucic was trying to get these tariffs kind of lowered so that he can sell them basketball players and <laughs> metals, quote-unquote. Um, gold, gold, gold watches. <laughs> <laughs> Fell off the back of a truck. The um, thing that got snuck in there, though, was very funny. Mainly because it just looks like Vucic did not know it was happening in this wonderful video. Um, that a part of this deal was getting... Um, Kosovo got a, got, a, got a pass on this because I just guess they don't have an embassy to Israel. But um, Probably not. Probably not. Uh, Do they but, have any... Oh, no, they do, yeah. No, it's uh, countries that recognize I know, yeah, yeah, countries yeah, yeah. that recognize them. Does Israel recognize Kosovo? Yeah. They, they do, it's like yeah. a big thing within the Israeli-Palestinian conflict if, if you oh, recognize Kosovo yeah, or Serbia, makes, yeah. That's yeah. a sneaky thing then. Yeah. yeah. Okay, continue, Kieran. Yeah, 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 there's another, like, like uh, well, there's a few countries in the EU that don't recognize either, yeah. which is really interesting. Wait, Serbia? No, no, there's only everyone countries... Recognizes everyone recognizes Serbia. Serbia. No, no, no. Uh, Kosovo and or in Israel. Uh, oh. Israel or Palestine? Palestine. Both, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> How do you not recognize either? Like, yeah. the, 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 what is this then? Because they're tied into the same thing, yeah. It's Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is South Lebanon. Uh, what was that? <laughs> well, no, obviously, like, Turkey doesn't recognize the fall of the Ottoman yeah, Empire. There's, there's, <laughs> there's legitimately, though, so like countries, countries that recognize Palestine don't recognize Kosovo for the most part. And yeah. countries yeah, that recognize yeah, yeah. Israel typically recognize 
Kosovo. However, there's very few that then will recognize one. So, like, Greece recognizes Israel, kind of. Greece does not recognize Kosovo because of the relationship with Serbia. Yeah. That's so weird. Spain yeah. doesn't recognize Kosovo because Spain has a hard and fast rule of not recognizing any country that doesn't have the permission of the country it succeeds from. Because mm. they're no scared that, that Catalonia yeah. is going to run. Or, you know, the Basques or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's 100% projection. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Also, uh, Slovakia, Cyprus, and Romania. Oh, yeah. Don't recognize Kosovo. <gasps> I think there's a, there's a similar... Slovenia. Yeah. Slovakia. Slovakia. Cyprus. But Slovenia does. Yeah. A lot, no, a lot of that is just because they have the rule of we'll recognize you uh, yeah. the country you became independent from recognizes you. Cy- Cyprus is scared because of the Turkish part. Romania, the Hungarian part, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, no, that's Moldova. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. The, um, yeah, I probably shouldn't call it the Hungarian part. I'm not the expert on this one. <laughs> I make the jokes. Transylvania, Transylvania. Transylvania. That's where Dracula is from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Dracula, Hungary. Dracula, proud Kosovar Albanian. <laughs> <laughs> Loves Dua Lipa. Yeah. <laughs> so. I love the new Dua Lipa album. <laughs> yeah. She's got new rules. <laughs> I like to count them. One. <laughs> That's it. Yes. I did it. I made it all connect. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Fucking kill me. That's um, anyway, anyway. So yeah, the great thing about this deal was you take a, a country with partial recognition and the country it's trying to secede from, and you decide to mix in another conflict like that in the world and get uh, Serbia to agree to move their embassy to Jerusalem away from Tel Aviv by July of 2021. Um, <laughs> to which, when this was said at the photo op, Vucic thumbed through. It looked completely dumbfounded and baffled, turned to some aides, thumbed through the agreement, muttered something that we can't quite make out, and uh, I insist that he was going to, like, face Pam, but then he realized that would look bad and then combed his hair. So, uh, make it clear for me Sneaky. and the listener, I hopefully is on the same page as me. So, what is Serbia's relationship with Israel? Serbia's relationship with Israel is fine or whatever. Like, it, it's it, it recognizes it, it but, like, they don't recognize Jerusalem as the capital. Yeah. Mm. Um, Tel Aviv is the capital as far as they're concerned. Yeah, it's you're, it's bog standard. They haven't been, like, pulled into, like, yeah. the Palestine thing. Yeah. But then Kosovo is no. also, like, yeah, I guess that's fine. I mean, I guess they agreed to it. They don't have to do it. But I guess they're also, like, but yeah, okay, they can move the, 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 in, they can well, move the embassy. The difficult thing right now for Vucic is that... Well, he wants to join the EU, kind of. Nobody yeah. ever knows because he's kind of like tippy, tiptoeing around it. Yeah. Not tiptoeing, but sometimes going straight for Russia or something like that. Um, so it's always a bit complicated with their pre-accession uh, to the EU. Um, now, they are, well, one of the first European countries, or I think the first European country to move, to move yeah. the embassy to yeah. Jerusalem, something. I that love it in Serbia. <laughs> I kind of like. I kind of like. It hasn't hit me yet until just when you said that. I know the fact that the first European country yeah. to move their embassy is—it's the big dog. Yep. Yeah. It's fucking Serbia. Trendsetter. Yeah. But I mean, probably not going to be the last one in Europe, yeah. right? Number two yeah. will be. Uh, 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 oh God! I'm surprised Poland hasn't done it yet, or Hungary. Mm, yeah, Poland. Poland or Hungary? Poland? I'm very surprised they haven't done theirs yet yeah. because <gasps> they're loving but with oh. Orban. Well, not working uh, Netanyahu. Uh, Netanyahu, yeah. Netanyahu, yeah. yeah, yeah. What's the difference? Yeah. Religion? 
<laughs> True. <laughs> but the uh, open anti-Semitism just from Orban. Yeah. Yeah. Netanyahu is just kind of like a different type of anti-Semitism. Yeah. Very weird one. Mm-hmm. It's complicated. Mm-hmm. But the um, yeah, so that that's that's the whole thing there, which I found very funny. Me too. Yeah. Look, the, watch the video. It's yeah, so funny. it's very good. Serbia has also later, like, as soon as he was back, Vucic, as soon as he was back in Belgrade, just kind of made the statement of like, we're not going to meet that deadline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you sign a deal like that, do you have to do it? You don't do anything if you don't want yeah, to. Like, yeah, exactly. International yeah. law has never been flouted by the Serbians. <laughs> 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 that was a funny one, apparently. <laughs> so, just to clarify, if this is this is from last year, yeah. it appears as if uh, Serbia is the third country in the world to move their embassy to Jerusalem after the United States and Guatemala. Yeah, is that the first in Europe? Definitely. Yeah, there's yeah. several countries that have a consulate in um, in Jerusalem. Yeah, 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 yeah. but a consulate here, like the Americans have a consulate in Munich. I mean, it's not like <laughs> they. Oh, no, but a lot wait, don't have do a consulate they? in Jerusalem. I think maybe Trump would love Munich to be the, the capital, capital of Germany. Hey, fuck it, I'm happy with that too. Donald <laughs> Trump's just gonna buy the brown house and just like reconstruct it. Uh-huh. <laughs> For those who don't know, the brown house is where the Nazi party started, but whatever. Woo. It doesn't I mean, the White anymore. House, the brown house, it's basically like Monopoly. You, you I'm, just collect I'm just imagining Trump being like, it's a lucky house, one for one. Come on, let's try again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, that's the... That's, the, that's Serbia. That's Serbia and Kosovo in there. There, we did it. We mentioned Serbia. Yeah, we did. Everyone marked on the bingo card. We mentioned Serbia. <laughs> But um, yeah, I guess like like there's not much more about that, right? It's just kind of like this is just really funny. It wanna, is very funny. Want to move further east? I'm thinking further west. If we're thinking about the same thing, depends on which perspective west. you're looking at. Well, if you go, yeah, not east. I want to where this go person north. is currently in the world right now. Like, oh, where yes. in the oh, world? So yeah, yeah, where yeah, in yeah. the world is Alexander Navalny? Yeah, where? <laughs> Navalny. Where's <Waldo>? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, where is our you know I know you guys are about to say some like mean shit but like I snuck into his hospital and we chumed up and like <laughs> he's actually he's a, he's a really chill guy alright he's, yeah, he's right cool now because he's sedated <laughs> yeah. like people like he's misunderstood you know he's <laughs> like man give me that KGB shit let's go I, I just want Russia yeah, for yo, Russians yo I fucking did so much crocodile with Alexander Navalny as I'm funny I'm sorry, but Wait, I, <laughs> there was a, like yes. There's a bit that I'm going to reference quite a bit in this section because it happened. I'm going to have to explain it because it happened before we started recording. Mm. But just the idea of the Americanized name Nalvany, which Rob's been <laughs> saying the entire night. <laughs> yeah, but like Maybe. he didn't correct me, bro. So it's, yeah, no, uh, but like Nalvany. hey, welcome. I, I'm Chad Nalvany. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> But Alex, yeah, as Alex I said, Nalvany. I still have this weird theory about him and his Chad. middle name, Anatolievich. <laughs> oh yes, Ana, the conspiracy. Anatolievich, Anatolievich. Yeah, that he's so, a, uh, do share because this was some like pre-show. I mean, Anatol banter. is basically a name that stands from like Anatolia. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and he really, really does hate everyone who's from the Caucasus. So, mm. like, what do we make out of this? Boom, Alexander Nalvany. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that how we mispronounce it? Nalvany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alexander Nalvany uh, uh, is actually Turkish. 
Yes. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yes. We've, we've done it. You can't keep saying his name wrong because then I won't remember how to say it correctly. <laughs> I don't hear him say his name. Navani. I get all my news from the DVID note, uh, news <laughs> ticker <laughs> at McFit. Yeah. That's where I learned all. They're always talking about fucking Nav- N- Navalny. 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 <laughs> Yeah, because Germany loves him, and you can, well, yeah, tell yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, really. He's a Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. No, we just adjusted the Cornish Beatty copywriting standards. It's now Nalvany on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> also, but, so I don't so get a fucking libel it's, suit. It's like, but it's like when you're going to like a job interview. <laughs> we mispronounce their name, they can't libel us. Yeah, they can't libel us if we mispronounce his name. Navalny's like he's he's has well, a job interview it right. yeah, with, with the Germans and the EU to you know be the new leader of Russia and he's like you know alright I gotta like connect with my interviewer and he's like I'm also a Nazi <laughs> <laughs> you, you like he checks his notes <laughs> what, what I learned from the like in, um, Encyclopedia Britannica page on Germany <laughs> that hasn't been updated since like 1963 <laughs> no, you know what the unfortunate thing is in like German media and stuff like that that everyone always says like oh yeah but but Putin is doing the the Erdogan thing of calling everyone who's against him a Nazi hmm. you know so they say that that is the case with Navani as well but it's not like it's it's there like there are there's yeah. proof, there's he, evidence. Navalny's he, pissed about it too because he looks at German media and he's like, I'm out here, I'm doing this. <laughs> I'm literally leading Nazi marches. Well, he's like, not anymore, he's low-key about it now. Yeah, well, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you know, I'm here, I'm out here, I'm posting yeah. on Russian Stormfront. <laughs> and you're, you know, why don't you give me the fucking credit? Putin calls me a Nazi, why can't <laughs> why you? Can't you? you know? Yeah. What the but, fuck? But I thought we were friends. Notice me, here. senpai. Yeah, notice <laughs> me, senpai Germany. <laughs> so the interesting thing is now that there's a discussion about um, Germany's criminal politics, like uh, politics. Um, we always call it criminal politics, you know, criminal politics. Mm. Um, the relations to Russia and Putin. Yeah. Germany has actually... Uh, Germany just boils down the entire country of Russia. The, the largest country in the world. Yeah. It's to just the building for that us. everyone gets wrong. I, but come on, the, the U.S. does that too. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I love it. Like I the mean, Time magazine I'm, cover. Yeah, well, I mean, exactly. you do that with the White House as well. Like the but, White House is saying that the Kremlin like, is saying that Russia also does that. There was like that huge scandal. I can't remember, like a couple of years ago, where it was turned out that a bunch of like politicians in Russia had not been east of the Urals in like. 10 years nice. or something like that. Okay, well then, if, if you know what, if the Russians do it, then then I guess that we can do it too and call them out. No, on probably that. not, but still. <laughs> but yeah, Germany has like this quite, like actually good relationship in comparison to all the other guys, yeah, like France fucking, or Great Britain after that. Because uh, they get all their gas from Russia. Yeah, 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 exactly. So Please don't turn off the lights. <laughs> <laughs> so that the situ- that is why Germany was the only, kind of like probably the only country that was even allowed a close, like near... Navani, because Russia was okay. They wouldn't do that. They need the gas. They wouldn't do that. Like they wouldn't. It's they like wouldn't when you have like <laughs> someone who's like dying, and it's like only the dearest, only like the closest family can come and see. Exactly, them. exactly. Especially during coronavirus, um, that is Germany. Then in this case, so um, Germany took Navani. Navani is waking up right now. Like he's woken up from the coma. That must be beautiful as a Nazi to wake up in Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> It's the uh, it was all a dream meme that's been going around lately. Yeah. <laughs> um. Red army approaching. <laughs> what are you talking about? Allies. <laughs> We're gonna be late Come for on. the Nuremberg rally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. History repeats itself. <laughs> the volley for some reason's like eight years old, has a sailor outfit on and a big lollipop. 
<laughs> oh my god oh I just imagined him in a sailor outfit in a lollipop that's weird um so yeah um so russia already called in the german ambassador in moscow saying you can't do that you said he was poisoned you can't do that like what the fuck you mm. like um saying berlin is playing like a political game here trying to discredit russia discredit uh, dis Dude, she's dis just dis playing games yeah, exactly. Yeah, Germany's just, just playing Berlin's games. just playing games. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, well, the new that thing the Germans love board games. <laughs> I hate board games. <laughs> I do, but I'm good at them. <laughs> well, I'll kick your ass. <laughs> it's just I'm, you know, yep. German. <laughs> um, Julia's the part of her board game. Uh, the the board game part of her brain is. Yeah. is far more developed than yeah why why do you think the germans are so good at making a board game about settling Catan? you know it's in <laughs> it's a long <laughs> tradition uh, colonialism that thing we didn't do uh -uh, <laughs> don't look on. into it <laughs> <laughs> you're making no, me feel bad <laughs> um no but um so like the news games. are now they've found out that it was this uh poison this nerve poison nerve and gift yeah. um novichok I don't know where the accent is, so I say just yeah. Navichik. So, yeah. um, and honestly, like my friends told me, if you just sprinkle a little bit in the blunt, like it hits good. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to <laughs> poison him. But isn't that the one that was already used in the UK? I'm, am I right? I, yeah, I don't know. I think it is the one, and that always Salisbury leads. Thing. That yeah. always leads to the Kremer because they are the only ones who have it, and this one is a new, super advanced one. Nice. Probably not easy. It's got to racing stripes on the side. <laughs> exactly. it goes faster. <laughs> and flames. So yeah. is it really underlighting? Yeah. So like that's that's it true and confirmed. It's one hundred. It's from <laughs> like a so Russian. Kremlin, it's not, well, it is. Well, no, it's it's just like I I don't know of the news. Like I I don't know who like did the test and shit like that. It's just like okay. the information right now that it was this and it's like a super advanced version of it. So are, are you inclined to believe this German propaganda? This anti-Russian anti propaganda. <laughs> this is a question. Um, but I always ask myself, like, if if it was a Kreml, which, I mean, is not unlikely, um, but we don't know. So um, this, the question is always, why would you use something that is very clearly, like, out of your, like, homemade? I mean... Uh, <laughs> I, we like mentioned recording on 9-11, the fucking anthrax attacks in the U.S. It was traced back to a fucking government or military <laughs> lab in the U.S. Yeah. They're just rubbing it in your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that has been the tendency of Russia a little bit is to, I mean, I don't know. It, it's one of those things where every kind of like op that the Russians have done for the last while has been like aggressively them. And... Mm -hmm. Mask off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, so, yeah. But it, it is a little... Um, I don't know. There's like two ways of looking at that, which is... I mean, very tempted by foreign powers to just kind of... Or like your weird kind of anti-Russian libs to be like mm. incompetence. Mm. To claim that it's like, oh, look how stupid and, and failed uh, I don't and think that it is that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the other side of it is... They're flexing on you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it plays well at home. Because if yeah. you, if your whole image is based on the strongman thing, it's like, yeah. look at me fuck with UK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sixth largest economy in the... <laughs> look at these two non-gay men that we sent to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really funny because it's basically like this... Um, I don't know. Someone did something wrong and then they say, no, I didn't do it. Just denying it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't do it. 
No, I, didn't. I mean, you have the same shit with Erdogan. Not the same shit, but similar shit saying like, yeah, Erdogan didn't do just it. Or really just not nearly as good. And no, I'm just saying calling like as soon as someone like, Calls him out on being yeah. a horrible person. Everyone hates <laughs> a that. Horrible everyone piece hates of when shit. he's yeah. Everyone hates when he's giving you know talks at American universities, and then those damn leftists come and they try to like you know quiz him. Yeah. And there's all those videos of like President Recep Tayyip Erdogan destroys university <laughs> leftists. <laughs> President Tayyip Erdogan destroys Kurds. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. It's too real. Um, but the the but like yeah, no, it, it is a similar trend. I, this is like one yeah. of the one of the hallmarks of what uh, Orban tried to like brand as a liberalism, yeah. which is just like fuck the rules. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, it turns yeah. out they're just words on a page, so fuck it. <laughs> because this yeah. is this is like everything. This is the Polish like courts project oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, of just like. Uh, it, excuse, sir, sir, excuse me, sir, sir. It, it says in the EU rules that you can't actually just do this, and, and they're just like nanny, oh, nanny, boo, boo. And then yeah. Yeah, there's like a bunch of lawyers meeting in Venezia, talking about it mm. and sending you a letter. You can't do this, and you still do it. Yeah, and then they just post yeah, back I got a the picture. Cease and desist from the European <laughs> Union. What yeah. am I going to do with this? Nothing Something that so? then has no legal. Like it's a great, drop. it's a great strategy. I do it all the time in like weird Facebook online debates where they're just like, actually, free speech means I can say whatever I want on stage at a stand-up comedy show, and I just post the picture of the pig shitting on its own balls, yeah. and that's what Poland is yeah, doing. I legitimately find it funnier how like cease and desist from fucking Disney are far more effective than like any like version of EU legal politics. Neoliberalism, fuck the state, it's gone forever. It's all just companies. <laughs> it literally is, like. If you miss Bud Rockers is going to sue the nation of Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. And probably win. Oh god, like well we we got very close to that EMI the label tried to sue Ireland once. Yeah. And the oh, EU the Why? E- because we they they, 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 fire. they said that we weren't doing enough to combat piracy. <laughs> yeah. And uh that's true. It's it's so easy to pirate shit in Ireland, but like the EU did actually just come in and be like this isn't. This is insanity. You can't sue. A co- what? Stop it! <laughs> yeah. No, well, not yet, at least. Not no, but like we're we're getting there. We we've gone into the whole like Apple ca- court case with Ireland and shit. Like the the yeah. There's the really weird one of that. Like so, Disney like will release one out for anyone who just you know improperly uses any of their logos. And one of the funniest ones is that they own the Punisher logo. And there was that new Chris Kyle. Wait, is that his name? Chris Kyle, the sniper. Yeah, the the, the yeah him. Um, and his monument has him with like a massive Punisher logo on it. <laughs> <laughs> and Disney hasn't released a cease and desist order because they're too afraid of them being anti-military, as is like speculated. Which is just kind of funny that then like Disney could literally get this monument taken down. Oh God! Because of Disney copyright yeah. law, Disney have destroyed. So many just fucking American kindergartens because there was like a crude painting of Mickey Mouse on the side of it that like one of the kids did or whatever. Yeah, you know what they'll never destroy what? is that bizarre Hamas Mickey Mouse that exists. Who I forget the name of who I mentioned on the show one time. Oh god, yeah. yeah. I love that. Hamas, you keep doing you, I guess. <laughs> so uh, uh any last words on the on, on Novelny? <laughs> Novelny. Chad the Novelny coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean we see what happens now. <laughs> I think uh, Russia wants to see the reports 
on the investigation and the um, checkups and stuff like that. Then they will send their reports, which will just be 20 pages of the pig shitting on its own balls. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Yeah, we see how it develops. Um, That's the situation. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Navalny's going to end up going through, like, Tiergarten and then just dying. Like if no one remembers that happened a oh, couple that, of months that ago, yeah, that happened. A Russian, a Russian uh, yeah. spy apparently just murdered someone in, yeah, uh, like a Georgian in, dude or something like yes. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it yeah. was very obvious from like yeah. had a connection to uh, 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 the Russian. What's the Russian security agency called now again? Uh, FSB. 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 Yeah, thank you. FBS. I said <laughs> FSB. Yeah. BDS. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's the difference, right? I'm uh, well. I, I'm. I'm actually. I'm the bad anti-Deutsch now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Um, yeah. So, uh, moving further west. Uh, yeah. Woo! Uh, Kieran's hometown. My hometown. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't need you or this hometown. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Let's. Oh. Okay. That's. Yeah. Serbia. Serbia. Kieran is from uh, Serbia. Yeah. So Ireland, Greater Serbia. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Almost. Um. So I guess I can I can talk a little bit about some stuff that's actually kind of kicking off in Ireland, namely just to shout out something for any of our Irish listeners who might be able to help. So um, one of the things that kind of. I don't want to say one of the victims of um, the coronavirus pandemic or whatever, because that's not the case. There's a department store in Ireland called Debenhams for British listeners. It's comparable to John Lewis. For German listeners, it's comparable to Karstadt or whatever. It's it's one of those kind of places. Um, And historically, it's been one of the better places like that to work like you know your wages will increase year on year there's decent redundancy holidays whatnot it's actually like one of those kind of shops that hasn't decided that all the jobs in it aren't a career like it's genuinely still a career uh, or was and it definitely was when it was called roaches stores back in the 90s um however they've been having trouble for a while and the company is now gone Basically, it's being liquidated. Someone has bought it and is just selling it for parts. Um, the main value of the locate, like the main values, is like the locations, the property that they occupy, whatever. But the workers are being fucking screwed, uh, naturally enough. And things are kicking off. There is a big strike. The workers are basically asking for their redundancy pay, which they're owed. Um, the wages that they haven't been paid so far because wages have stopped for a while without any real warning. Um, Unowed holiday pay is another part of this as well. And it's becoming increasingly evident that the company who's bought Debenhams is trying to basically shut this thing down without dealing with the workers at all. Um, One of the big things that happened, when was this? Three days ago, so that would have been Wednesday, middle of the week kind of thing. Um, was that they tried to clear the stock, uh, like take all the stock and again sell it for what money they can get out of this, mm-hmm. um, which is not something that was like meant to happen before the workers had been kind of like dealt with and gotten their pay and you know officially made properly unemployed or I guess in this case it would be redundant. Um, so what really kicked off suddenly on Wednesday morning was a bunch of Debenhams locations in Dublin and Cork, second largest city in Ireland, were occupied by the workers. 
Okay. Yeah, which is pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was pretty cool. It happened kind of all of a sudden. They were uh, the protests were happening there. They were doing their chants. Uh, very quickly, the Dublin locations were dealt with. The Guardian yeah, were sent. Yeah, 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 the Guardian were sent in. Um, kind of took them all out, and they were all arrested. But very quickly, like just let go. But you know, removed from the property effectively. Mm. Um, so that went down, and it was just kind of a startling moment in Ireland because things like this haven't really happened in Ireland. Like it's so easy or historically it's been very easy in Ireland to be very apolitical and mm. things like this don't happen. Like strikes reaching this point have never happened, or at least they would just not get attention. Um, my wife pays attention to a lot of like mainstream Irish radio for nostalgic purposes, and they just do not mention any of this. Um, yeah, wow. yeah, of course. Another day in perfect Ireland, everybody! <laughs> Who is excited to go one of the central do thieves, something? One of the central <laughs> thesis of this show is that is a misery island, okay? Like, I'm not, I'm not, going, to, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. But, um, yeah, and that was kind of like what kicked off. I think the internet played a huge part of this because there was footage going around. People mm-hmm. were... Uh, paying attention to it a bit more than usual. Ireland has, in a certain extent, I wouldn't say swung more left in recent years, but it's starting to present as more left or whatever, definitely since the last election, which we talked Mm -hmm. about. And yeah, people are now more, I think more people online, more people in in Ireland are interested in this kind of like strike shit. I think this has also been like a feedback loop with the US because we get a lot of US media. Mm -hmm. So, you know, People in Ireland were paying attention to like the teachers' wildcat strikes and stuff like that that happened in the U.S. And it's funny you mentioned this. I don't know the details. There's no strike imminent, but Karstadt is closing a third of its shops. I think. Um, yeah, I mean Karstadt went like pleite, uh, bankrupt, bankrupt, and they were bought Corona. by Galleria Kaufhof. Yeah, and yeah. some of them were turned into Galleria Karstadt, and a lot of them are closed though. So it's, I mean, sometimes exactly the same situation, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like this is. Uh, this is a wider economic trend. I'm sure there will be like some good material analysis of this in in a, in a nice. Like, oh, I mean, the the most fun thing with this is walk through your town and see how many businesses have closed uh, on your street yeah, yeah. in the matter of the last three months. Yeah, but I guess like this this one is probably like there will be like a a good book in ten years time that we'll talk about like because oh like, yeah, yeah department no, stores in particular yeah, yeah, yeah. like. Um, have been slowly being fucked by Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like, definitely. Oh, no, 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 but I mean, just like even even in the sense of like the like the more like immediate economic damage of of Corona is that then mm. I think it's hilarious that then Germany's like everything's fine, and I'll go on a walk um, around my neighborhood, which is like a quite decently you know like affluent very German, area. yeah, yeah, very affluent German area. I call it the Munich colony in Berlin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, the Munich colony's over that way a little bit, but yeah, you're not you're not you're not you're not far off, and um, yeah. Everything is empty, yeah, and uh, no, and everyone's just kind of going about being like, "This is not." And I get given, yeah, like some of them are just like dumb, like redundant small business things of like, <clears throat> I'm surprised that they were still open, mm. like a lamp store or something like that. <laughs> like but lamps. still, nonetheless, yeah. is that like then lamps. not the question? <laughs> yeah, no, but still, like, like the uh, like, there's like this is a big deal for Germany. A a uh, uh, um, what are they called? Like a green grocer. Uh, closed down in my neighborhood. That is not a, a bio marked. Like a what a, a green grocer, a vegetable shop. <laughs> yeah, no, like uh, just a like a, a, a whatever, like a small grocery store. Uh. 
that's like was always there. Mm. You know, Tante Emmerladen. Huh? In Tante Emmerladen. Exactly. Is what that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like the small. The yeah. It wasn't like small. It was like it was like oh. a it was a grocery store that wasn't like a major grocery store. Yeah, exactly. It's not like it's not a chain. It's not an Edeka. It's, it's not, not a like a Bjornmark. It's whatever. just like yes, it's just a smaller grocery store. Yeah, Who's Tante Emmerladen. <laughs> That's your aunt, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so there's this grocery store that then I've I it just has always been there at whatever like the corner over here it's just kind of like a, a it's 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 not this is hard to explain because you have to know how germany works with their like they're like you know bio stores and whatnot it's not a what's a bio markt it's not mm. a dens and it's not what are the other ones called the like smaller ones this one's just called bio isn't there no 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 not bio company no the ones that then are smaller that are like weirdly esoteric but they still exist for some reason reform house reform la yeah reform house not yeah. one of those either it was oh. just a normal like bio grocery store. Okay. Yeah. All right. It closed. <laughs> oh, no. What? <laughs> yes. Not the bio grocery we store. Need to, we need to start this over again. <laughs> so you're telling me a rave closed? <laughs> no, but like yeah. But, but was it an Edeka? <laughs> no, it wasn't. That's exactly the point I'm trying to make. It was a normal ass grocery store. <laughs> okay. Okay. But like, I hate you all. I'm so yeah. sorry. But like, yeah, it, it's it's. It's something you probably wouldn't have predicted would have closed. No, basically. of course not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so the grocery store near work when we used to work at at, at here. Yeah. There's the bio grocery store at at, at Prageplatz. Yeah. The one that was always there. Yeah. It closed. Oh. Yeah. Now. <laughs> oh, I know that one. Yeah. Oh. That's well, sad. now it's dead. It's gone. <laughs> Do you know that cat you loved? <laughs> God. <laughs> but like uh, now it makes sense to you. Yes. Now you're upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But like, yeah, yeah. So like, um, coronavirus pandemic, economic collapse that is causing is just like exaggerating, accelerating a lot of these existing problems to a certain extent. Some. Some businesses are probably like. I, I'd be very curious to see if anyone does research after this to say what businesses were a hundred percent caused by, like, closed a hundred percent caused by, like, the coronavirus pandemic, and not like the coronavirus pandemic accentuated problems that were already there. Yeah, because um, yeah, I'd be very interested in that. But Debenhams department stores, John Lewis in, in the UK is also going through problems, and that's a similar mm -hmm. thing to Debenhams and Kashtag. Uh, well. Everything, yeah, department yeah. stores. Department stores in general. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they're fucked. Because, um, like, the whole point of a department store was like, imagine if you can get everything in one place, and everyone was like, the internet. Yeah, it's the internet yeah, now, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, the strikes happened. The Guardi came in, they released everyone. After a while, there was a good video of. This absolute fucking oh, Chad, yeah, yeah. Uh, who was released from a guard station in Dublin, he's like a 22-year-old who was like only protest protesting because his mom worked for the shop for like 17 years, but she's like mm -hmm. too old now and like immunocompromised and whatnot to mm -hmm. go out and do this. Um, so he's cool, love him, and if you want to be cool and sexy like him, uh, hey, he's 22. 22. Damn, that beard makes him look older. <laughs> oh, okay, in a good way. Don't you think? Uh, Irish people, uh, we age terribly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not going to lie here. Um, so, the 
thing I'm getting at, though, is that there is actually something you do. If you are in Ireland, we have some Irish listeners, and I know we do, and you're so cute. But uh, basically, if you can and feel like you're up to it, there will be a Google Doc in the description to sign up and um, protest. The workers currently, because some of them are older, some of them are immunocompromised, are afraid to protest, even though they support the protest. Uh, if you are strong, young, able-bodied, are in Dublin, Cork, or somewhere near a big Debenhams, go there and stop them from trying to take the stock. That would be nice. Yes. And support the workers, up the workers. There was really cool videos of people like making videos about what was going on in the fucking Garda van. I know, I've seen away. that. That was so cool. That was really fucking I know. Cool. They uh, have their phones. So that's cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they're doing, they're doing good shit over there in Ireland. And it is, it is weirdly kicking off. So I kind of like that. And hopefully that can turn into something and they can all get paid and get proper redundancy payment. Because redundancy payment in Ireland is still actually quite good. Um, we're kind of like the UK, but we didn't quite have Thatcher. So some of those things are still intact. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> yeah. Thank Where you. are we uh, jet-setting to now? Uh, uh, number one holiday destination, yes. Lesbos. Lesbos. <laughs> Do you like seafood and EU-regulated genocide? Woo! Come to Lesbos. Come to Lesbos. Yeah, what's the situation? The situation... I think I just said what it is. Yeah, yeah basically right? that... So the situation is that on Lesbos there is a refugee camp that was there for years now. Um, it's called Moria, and people were already, I mean, criticizing the conditions before, yeah. uh, you know, also before the COVID nineteen pandemic, because basically this camp is set up for. Uh, There's like a couple thousand people. A few it's thousand, yeah. yeah, yeah. And there are 12,000 people, like, round about yeah. 12,000 people in that camp. And it was, like, made for 2,000, 2,500 yeah, or something. Or something. Like that, yeah. yeah, something. Uh, let me lie. I don't really know. Yeah. Um, the numbers don't matter. It's exactly. It's overfilled. There are like way more people. Exactly. Yeah. And, well, the situation was always bad because um yeah i mean when it's overfilled you don't have all the fucking base yeah, like um the well this it's not set up to fulfill the basic needs of of human beings living there and i mean at the same time like living there for several years that shouldn't be uh the goal you know you like the camp i mean but it's it's european politics and it's uh, like generally what people do with ref in refugee camps they're saying oh this is just for like small amount of time until we find a solution what mm, happens blah, 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 yeah. and then nothing happens well, nothing yeah. fucking happens well the, so the 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 solutions of some of the like neo democratia like government was um i'm sorry i'm not <laughs> pronouncing it correctly no 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 the solutions were just like build better concentration camps yeah i mean that, that was probably better than what they were doing because it was posted i think like a week ago uh, new york times broke that story that um, a bunch of like refugee families in Moria and similar camps were just being taken in the night and set adrift on a dinghy, like really close to Turkish waters. Oh yeah, yeah, they were sending mm. them, yeah, back on them boats. Back to Turkey. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so like that is a horrifying experience. Also, if you want horrifying experience, um, just to try and get some like info and make sure we have like our facts just correct. Uh, I did Google Moria Camp. Mm. Um, Moria Camp, according to Google, is 
presented in Google's interface like a business. Huh. Moria Camp's uh, star rating is 2.4. Uh, wow. Literally 2.4 refugee camp in Greece. Who gave it? Like- Who gave it? Oh, yeah. Also, Moria Camp temporarily closed. No fucking shit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no fucking shit. Also, also, at the bottom, own this business? Claim it now. <laughs> wow. Have you been here? Like, do you fucking know this hell. Place? Oh, Google, come on. What does um, a Yelp review of fucking a refugee camp look yeah. like? 369. Refu- I'm looking at these. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Uh, I don't have that much to say other than how depressing it is. Yeah. Um, it's obviously Moria is a, a, a symptom or an example of a much wider yeah. process that's ongoing. Yeah. And it's useful to train people's. Okay, so the whole usefulness of a whatever the to take one example or the most extreme example mm-hmm. is to try to change people's minds or get attend or you know public you uh, outcry and make changes and i mean there's like some tiny things like oh we're going to take like 400 of the children here oh, yeah, to this yeah. state but like yeah, <laughs> no one's changing anything man yeah. that's like that's what reminds me most of like everyone's just giving up they're like well that's just uns- the unstated truth now. You'll have like uh, whatever SPD or like center left mm-hmm. politicians in Germany just saying like, "Oh, like this is terrible. We need to do mm-hmm. something." But we'll take fifty kids. They're just not going to do yeah, anything, and that's what reminds me most of the U.S. Like, I mean, sorry to relate everything back to mm-hmm. to the U.S., but it's like there's just some things now that just don't expect anything different. At least yeah. from major from from major parties. Yeah. yeah, they're just they've given up on you, and if you're still like buying any of that. Europe bullshit or this is bad for this isn't what Europe is about like I mean everyone reacts to like big events differently but like to me that to at least it seems to me this seems like one of those events like you gotta wake the fuck up to what to like who's on what side yeah and you just can't I don't know. What else is there so to say? So the exact number, if we want it, is yeah. the camp was originally built for 3,000 people. Yeah. It's okay, curr- we'll It was currently housing or 14,000. Yeah. Uh, 14. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I had 12,000. Okay. But yeah, what Rob just said is actually because, um, okay, it was already what well, we talked about that in the beginning of the pandemic, it was this hashtag that was going around was leave no one behind. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is like, okay, hashtag activism, you know, people were having like banners and stuff like that on the balconies. No, it's good that you still like, you know, talk about it because it kind of was gone because everything people talked about was yeah. the pandemic and COVID-19 and nobody talked about the situations in the camps anymore. Yeah, Free Moria, like graffiti actually just like sprung up a lot in my neighborhood. Yeah, in all over Berlin and in, yeah. in, in, in Neukölln as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and that like happened start the pandemic as yeah. well. Yeah. And so in they what they did do in, in Maria is they didn't have cases in the beginning. I don't know if they actually did testing that much. I don't think so. But they did... St- would it surprise you that Greece avoided doing much of testing at the beginning so they could reopen tourism very yeah, quickly? Exactly, and then yeah, now Greece yeah. is having a shit ton of corona cases yeah, of <laughs> because you're having the other disgusting buffoons of Europe, a.k.a. the British and the Germans, okay. just come and just like ruin... I mean, like, Greece is already horrible to begin with. But Germans make it worse. always want to have the Greek yeah. holiday yeah, on the like, islands. I just, the thing that's just so fucking funny about all of this is that then the thing that, obvi- I mean, it obviously comes into the sense of, like, the, the, the spectrum of what is, like, important to capital is 
obviously the money yeah. of you know fucking these people coming in, which won't even make the Greek economy of like afloat, mind you. The Greek mm. economy has been flatlined since the fucking mm. economic crisis yeah. over a decade ago. Yeah, you know there has been no increase, you know, uh, in the percentage of GDP relative to Greece for that entire time. Yeah. And the fact that they're just willing to be like, well, yeah, well, maybe this will fix it. Isn't like, I don't know if any of you saw the commercials for like Greece's uh, tourism thing. It's just like, Greece, it's just like, Greece is a mindset or whatever. <laughs> it's so stupid. And it just shows that then like how just like uninspired all this shit is. Just literally just like, please come here. We want your money. Yeah. And yeah. it has like, I mean, even like, you know, Moria is just like the peak of this country that then is just like I mean like I legitimately do feel bad for then like the fact that Greece as a country had to take the brunt of the you know quote unquote refugee crisis because I think that then they rightfully knew at the beginning that no one was going to come and help them yeah. of course yeah. but at the same time too like that paired up with then like okay well as, as we talked about previously that like Syria doing nothing Neo-Thomocratia, doing something. But something very bad and just being very open about it, but just kind of continuing Syria's Mm -hmm. policy they never talked about. And how, like, the only solution for this is just that then, which could have been avoided a long time ago, is just that, like, every country just takes in refugees and Mm that's just that. Like, 14,000 people is not a lot. Exactly. Like, it just has to be emphasized. No, yeah. Yeah. Like, 14,000 people is nothing. And I know that's just a fraction of the refugees across Greece. I mean, in, in, in general. Even but though, like, okay, even like on. 2 million of all the, 2 or 3 million yeah, yeah, of all the refugees. Absolutely. What's the absolutely. population of all of the European Union? Like 370 million people or something like that? Yeah. That's not even a dent. Way in, like, bigger. Into, yeah, yeah. 370. Well, no, but all of continental Europe is 450. But yeah, uh, we didn't even say yeah what happened. So oh um, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. But I mean, just like simply a, just in the sense of like having it in the back of your it head. Was, it happened. was already a fucking abomination. To yeah, 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 yeah. Of so, course. So like the COVID nineteen strategy in Moria was to isolate them, to not like probably not do any testing or something, but like really cut them off. Um, everyone like you weren't allowed to leave the camp. Yeah, you know. Well, remember, um, Mitsotakis literally wanted to start then like. You know, like saber rattling against refugees by saying that they're the ones who bring coronavirus. Yeah, you know, exactly. A wealthy yeah. family who then vacationed in Germany or something yeah. like that, or in Italy, who or then Ishka. came back to Thessaloniki <laughs> and then were the first <laughs> oh, cases of okay. they were yeah. super like, spreaders or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing that's just so fucking funny about it is that then, like in yeah. your fucking bourgeois lifestyle, like you're the yeah, fucking of course, problem. You're the one, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, um, and then there were cases detected in Moria, and I mean, like. That is simple because you were like living, basically sitting on each other in this camp, um, not having any uh, facilities to wash your hands and or like, let alone any hand sanitizer. Like we are running around with our pocket hand sanitizers mm. or anything. Um, then you had the first cases, but they didn't really isolate or like let them quarantine in any way. So they just let th- left them in the camp. Um, their measures were like to, like keep it isolated like uh keep the keep the whole camp on the lockdown yeah uh no one really like helping or really like taking medical uh measures um so didn't greece also bar ngos from going into like this is yeah i don't know if it was during the time but i know that it happened now because now the situation is that moria burned down it's not the first fire that happened in moria but this fire destroyed the whole camp yeah um, there's actually no one talking about people injured or 
dead, as far as I know. But that could also be like a lack of investigation, as yeah, far that's what as I was curious I, about. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's such a big. I I saw thing. like I I read something about an eyewitness saying like there there was someone dying like that was um, not able to move. Uh, like an older person or something, or someone that didn't have the ability to. Yeah, that that whole thing is incredibly sus because, like, it's a, weird. Yeah, a, an overcrowded area where a fire breaks out. Exactly, like, at least someone's going to die being trampled or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's. It's yeah. really weird. There's no like. There's nothing no, about even people not. being injured or something uh, injured or something. Um, so we don't have any information on that. Um, I just like read something about an eyewitness saying like, "Oh, yeah, this guy said, okay, yeah, he burned to death or something like that." Right. So I, I don't know. Like, I really don't know. And people don't investigate right now, apparently. Like all the stuff that we <coughs> do kind of know about Moria is coming from like journalists who go in and talk yeah. to the refugees who are there. Like it's yeah. that's like what every like the conditions in the camp and stuff like that. Like the, the Greek government is like just giving no information. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the horrible situation is that afterwards, uh, after the evacuation of Moria, the, which was completely destroyed, uh, people were just like left on like an autobahn, autobahn, um, like a, a highway, highway, yeah. sorry, <laughs> a highway and to spend the night there. Yeah. And, um, then NGOs like the days that followed the end and some NGOs tried to get like food and and some medical supplies and water and stuff like that to the refugees um trying to go to the stores and shit like that and buy that shit you know yeah and police was blocking them as far as I know police would not let the NGOs get any access to any grocery stores or something to to supply uh, yeah. refugees, um, which are now without any shelter, yep. during a fucking pandemic, all hanging out together. On an island? On an island, mm. yes. So God, I love Greek mind. I love Greek political mindset of just like, a bunch of foreign capital is going to go in and inject money into our local supermarkets. Yeah. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Um, there was there were situations like there was a fire breaking uh, between uh, people and then the Greek police came and uh, tear gas everyone even the kids that were standing around like mm. the whole fucking group was tear gas classic Greek yeah, police that just tactic. happened yesterday or something you know I think. tear gas first ask questions never yes yep. um, so everyone is right now oh Europe what have you done this is a shame for Europe or this is like a it's it's something like the oh, fact this camp even exists is a shame for Europe. Yeah, like, come yeah. on, Absolutely. exactly. So the thing is, right now, for a lot of liberals uh, or like a lot of people that this don't, is not us. Yeah, yeah. that people that don't understand the EU and Europe and how it works is that that actually has been happening for so long. This yeah. is like a liberation, like it was a liberation of like borders inside of Europe, but a but a um, upshotong shit. <laughs> Abschottung? Um, Festung Europe, come on. <laughs> fortress Europe. Yeah, Fortress Europe. Yeah, so no. kind of like building a fortress like for anyone outside, you know? Yeah, yeah, While yeah. like in Europe, which what what where people get the wild idea that we are like a super cool thing, yeah. Europe. Like, oh see, I can do I can do Instagram. Cool I friend. can do Erasmus, <laughs> I can just go to France to hang yeah, out yeah, yeah. with my French fan friend and stuff. Why there was a liberal uh, uh like a uh, um fuck liberalism. Liberalization. Of like 
border policies inside of Europe, yeah. there was also that was a trade off. Yeah, 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 a trade off yeah. for like turning Europe basically into a fortress. Turning Silium, Melia, and Suta, and like North Africa, that like Spanish part, into like just like death camps. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We all know the pictures of the like yeah. big ass fucking wall that they have there. Um, and yeah, so this is yeah, nothing. Which, which all which also just exists in like just like a massive like extra legal. Yeah, realm as well, which is like kind of it, it like plays into that as in like I mean, I mean, the, whole the, fu- the yeah. funniest fucking thing was then when Rob came and brought like our European rights to us. Remember those little <laughs> books? Oh yeah, yeah. And it's like here's your human rights as a yeah. European. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, I've been thinking about this because sorry to relate it to the U.S. a lot, but like this reminds me of the left or not left liberal discourse in the United States because. I was thinking about this, and it's like clearly this is in Europe. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, or like, the, like your idea of like a nice, welcoming, peaceful Europe. Literally, never been that. Mm-hmm. But like, it's almost like the point isn't to actually. That mindset only exists when defined against a kind of mass right wing populace mm-hmm. that's unstated but always there. So in the U.S., for example. The liberals always, you know, they have this, oh, we're all about inclusion, you know, whatever the fuck rhetoric they say. But the backdrop is always like, day after Trump won, it's like, oh, well, this is America. Like, you can't do it. Like, you always, that's why you have to take small steps and take what you can get because it's a fundamentally backwards country. And I think Mm -hmm. the pro-Europe people, even though they're like projecting all this Mm -hmm. nonsense about how Europe is good, at the back of their head, they're like, well, okay, why can't you take in the refugees? And they'll say, oh, well, you know, these other countries, these other right-wing populists, you just can't. Yeah. You just can't even talk to those people. Yeah. It's yeah. the same shit as the U.S. Yeah. It obviously exists in the same system. Yeah. But their their claims, like, you know what I mean? It's almost like the their aesthetic or something yeah. can can be even more like, yeah, like like a college brochure where they're all like jumping in the <laughs> same blue uh, 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 EU flag. Let me hang out with my Italian it's friend. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, like yeah. perfectly it's, it's, constructed as being just this like, yeah. like kritish playground, right? It's, it's a playground. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it exists as just, I mean, it's just cope to dip, to give you. And I think some people don't even believe it, but like, they're just, they'll be like, Oh, well Europe, maybe it could be like this, but like, to accept that, that optimism, the like the big part of the pill that they shove down everyone's throat is that like, yeah, but don't ask for too much because you know who you're dealing with, like they're slow, dumb, backwards people yeah, and they're yeah, never yeah, going to exactly. change. So that's the why Germans, you can yeah. only hope that you're better. You can, you can proclaim how much yeah. better you are, a good European, yeah. but no, there's always the bad Europe that's holding us back and that's why we exactly. can't have nice that's things. That's why we can't have nice things. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. agree. I mean, like, yeah. that, that is the, yeah, because that's like the liberal tactic of like, you see that even in just play out in electoral politics of just like we can't push for anything because like Salvini will win. Like if if we do too many of the good things, yeah. that yeah. will make the bad guy stronger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that's the thing I just don't understand either because it always comes from like yeah, I think the the, the Trump uh, uh, um, allegory is perfect because literally that was an entire. I mean, wherever you want to put that then where Trump starts, whether it be from Trump himself or you want to like move further back to the Tea Party or whatever. The fact of the matter is that then like the ultra right in the U.S. like had, you know, this idea that then if anything sticks with our politics, we'll fucking run with it. Mm-hmm. And what we have now, what, what, what the U.S. has now is a massive right wing project that's been in the broad like the 
that's been in the process of manifesting itself as such under Trump for like 40 years. It didn't just like come with Trump, obviously. I mean, I think that I've said this multiple times on the show is that like for anyone in the U.S. who's had, you know, just brushed up of like listening to things like Rush Limbaugh 10 years ago Mm. is like, you know, there's no difference between that rhetoric and that logic and within that of what Trump is doing now. And then that, that was always, like, respected within, like, the conservative sphere. Yeah. You know, but the fact of the matter is that then, like, they had something happen after 2008. It could have just been the election of Obama that then kick-started a fire underneath them that then pretty much had them take every part of government in the United States and get someone like Trump elected and how just Trump was, like, this perfect storm. And that's exactly the same shit with, like, Poland, for example, that then, like, Poland does, you know, or, 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 or Hungary, you know, these right-wing tendencies were always in these countries. They weren't, like, some manifestation of, like, oh, well, you know, Hungary just got illiberal one day. It's like, Hungary, like, always has had a massive right-wing problem, uh, especially since the fall of the Soviet, you know, the fall of, like, Soviet influence yeah. or whatever. Or to Something, blame it on the refugee crisis exactly, in particular. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if, if that then is, like, the thing that just, like, like unified the right in these countries, mm. but the thing about it that then they're just, the right so good at is they just don't give a shit. They really, like, okay, someone tells Poland that they're being illiberal. If someone's telling mm. Hungary that they're being illiberal, they're like, yeah, we don't give a shit. We're going to keep doing this. And liberals especially, and the left, like, the to, like, the lesser degree, always are like, yeah, like you mentioned, these like baby steps of like, yeah, you know, we just have like, we have to play by the rules, this and that. Well, the right's not doing that. No. They just aren't. Yeah. The the only thing that could have then dealt with the refugee situation, right, is if there was a massive, like, hyper-centralized thing of the European Union that said, I don't give a shit, Poland, Hungary, you know, Vichyrod countries, you're taking refugees in, and we're, you're going to have these programs that then are set up by the European Union, not by you, because you're going to fuck them up. Yeah. There's going to be a we're bill. Christian refugees. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You're, you're not going to get the only Christian refugees. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get the white refugees. You're just going to get refugees, and they're going to be distributed out by population of what your country then can take in. Yeah. So that then, you know, you're not going to set up fucking concentration camps like we're doing now that then are never going to fucking go away. Um, and you can't complain about it. I mean, you can complain about it, and it may end up in a rightward shift, but, I mean, like, the EU allows, you know, these, like, uh, what are they called? Uh, uh, um, special economic zones, perfectly mm. fine, that are free of legal boundaries. Like, yeah. the EU is very willing to do certain things with the, without the consent of, you know, sovereignty of a nation, mm-hmm. you know, when it, I, when it depends on certain yeah, things. The, it doesn't do other the, things. Yeah, the yeah. New, new liberalism or progressivism yeah. or whatever you want to call it is not a universalizing ideology. Whether they admit it or not, yeah. not everyone can be them because they need yeah. the mass bad people to find themselves against yeah. and to justify why they can't have anything better and to just have the psychological yeah. thing. By definition, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, an actual... Uh, Socialist movement is a universalizing, you know, yeah. movement. Yeah. It can incorporate everybody. Yeah. And progressive, all this faux liberal progressive bullshit, whether it's European, whether it's, you know, um, yeah, coping. I want the liberals concentration the camp to fly a rainbow flag. But literally they can't. <laughs> like, yeah, and it manifests yeah. itself in these bizarre forms where they yeah. D- yeah. people literally, yeah, make arguments yeah. like that. But ideologically, it comes back to the fact that literally not everyone can be in the circle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's why they're all technocrats. That's yeah. why they're yeah. Or yeah, that, that, like it's also why they can come from these like relatively privileged backgrounds as well because the it can also be the reverse of like it's not the ideology that led to them to this point of not everyone can be in the circle. It's more the thought that not everyone can be in the circle has led them to that ideology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've they've been they've grown up with like 
inherently classist beliefs or sure. the, the people you see at the supermarket that your parents kind of think look tragic, mm. like things like that. It's just, there was always this exclusionary aspect mm. of your life that maybe if you examine yourself a little bit, you didn't fight that thought enough. It's a boutique version of the same, of, of a right-wing ideology which says that, you know, we can't have nice yeah. things. So you're yeah. not allowed I mean, it always kind of like I don't know if I would dis- uh, if I would agree with saying that Poland and Hungary has the same kind of like development as the US has because there was a Soviet time or like communist times in between. Mm. So I wouldn't say like the underlying white ringism. Italy, Italy. It- Italy's yeah. probably a better comparison. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't say I mean, I don't, I mean, Poland and Hungary because there's a different development. And no, no, of course. Yeah, obviously, so I'm not the, actually the liberalism that came in the 90s. It was actually like you know it was. Brought upon them, <laughs> not brought upon them, but no, no, no. no. You but you know what I'm saying is that, then, is that there that was this, there was this not, underlying. Not brought upon them because that's also wrong because you had strong liberal figures uh, in the 90s in the countries, but that was actually like a magnified situation of like liberalism being implemented in those countries. So I wouldn't say it's the same situation as in the U.S. But well, I, I mean, in terms of a timetable, no. But in the sense of like dormant right wing things, just everywhere. Yeah, yeah it uh, is. The, I find it difficult to say that was like Poland and Hungary and actually the development of like a late development of the nation state in that area. Um, so that has a lot to do with like narratives and narrative of a nation, shit like that, how like Poland and Hungary is operating right now. But anyway, we're not talking about that. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to disagree, okay? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I still think that proves me right because that's exactly what the U.S. project is, is the develop of a nation state. I know, but around it's like, like Christianity. Okay, we we're not yeah. having this yeah, yeah. conversation <laughs> Another time. right now. So, yeah, I mean, maybe yeah. maybe um, shorter, but, but it's still it's similar. Mm, uh, <laughs> Another time. But, Another yeah. time. <laughs> you're on. having um, yeah, yeah. It's interesting because you're also ha- always having these like um, little. Even though you're saying we can't have nice things, you're always having these little handouts of like saying, "Oh, but like, yeah, yeah." No, <laughs> Good, I, yeah. Can, I, can I can I talk about yes. one of these fucking shitty handout things yes, that are happening? Yes, dude. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Every refugee gets a free souffle. <laughs> God, yeah, that would be it. so much better. Um, so the current situation that's happening... Oh, that was me like literally thinking of the like, littlest, littlest thing, well, but it gets worse. See, okay. see what you think of this. Um, so the current situation is the Greek government is basically refusing to let any of these people off the island of Lesbos. Um, so that's not like nothing unexpected there. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for... They all get a signed picture go. from Kyriakos Mitsotakis. Except for... Unaccompanied kids can go to the yep. mainland. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah and Germany's yeah. going to take in 150. France is also going to take in some as well. Oh great, 150. So he, here's your. Here's oh, these like the Europeans that then also complain about the like Trump separation policy too, and they're literally <laughs> doing the exact yeah. same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, Moria is a camp of that has a lot of unintended um, children. Yeah, so they're literally saying unaccompanied kids. Yeah. So uh, not we, unintended, yeah, <laughs> unaccompanied. Yeah, unaccompanied. Like, but so they're not breaking up families. But let's let's see when an analysis is done of this process of how well that worked out because mm. like yeah we talked about the, the blonde haired Roma kid uh, for a couple of years back but mm-hmm. like the I really trust a country like Greece who's just like you know vehemently racist against anyone that then is you know not Greek yeah. to then uh, develop a plan of who belongs to who yeah. you uh, you say you're unaccompanied but you have the same exact nose shape as this man so ne- you're with him now <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> like, literally, you're yeah. now oh accompanied <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> so like yeah like some bullshit like that is probably going to happen that's definitely going to be like a, a non-zero uh phenomenon like it will happen a percentage of the time but like that's your that's your fucking piecemeal situation of just like because all these people in moria are trying to get to these european countries and be settled like i don't understand why like in the light of this tragedy germany and france is like you know we'll take the unaccompanied kids and also you will take (laughs) like it's the unaccompanied kids thing is nice but you are probably doing this for the piecemeal handout the the publicity the yeah it's That's it, a little hand odd. It's an insufficient response to this tragedy. It is. Yeah. It is. And it's... Yeah. Depressing. Depressing. <laughs> devastating. Yeah. It's it's horrible. It's not so many... Like, Germany could take all of them in. Germany, no, take, them Germany could have taken in every single refugee of the entire, like, refugee situation. Yeah. yeah. The Syrian Civil War. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know. The fact of if like Lebanon can take in what two million or whatever, yes. yep. and a country yep. that then has just been like politically collapsing the yep. entire time while this is going on, and given okay, maybe they're not doing the best job either of taking care of these people either. Like you know, I'm not gonna get into that conversation, but nonetheless, you know, yep. you can make the argument of then like you know that it's geographically close, so it's a responsibility. But still, a fact that then a, 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 of a country that then is there has done it compared to other countries like I think Saudi Arabia has like barely taken any in. Like, yeah. yeah, and they use yeah. that like like they use their faux pan Arabism all the time to like, you know Yeah, yeah but then when be, it comes Yeah, but then to when that, it actually no. comes to anything oh, no. like, in Japan took in like two families last year. Yeah. Japan? Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Great job. Yeah. So, that's almost uh, as many as Latvia took yeah, it's in. Like so many I how they decided on two. They're like, well, one family would be lonely. We need a second <laughs> You can always get them in two. But man. no more. Yeah. No, and like it's oh, a serious God, problem in horrible. Japan of just like people who are in the. Because they have like a ton of refugees in the world um, in like the kind of uh, halfway house waiting position bullshit they have. And like mm. they just keep. Committing suicide. Mm. Is yeah. that, aren't they? Aren't a lot of them like from Korea? Some are from Korea. Yeah. Actually, I think it's um, Central Asian republics. Mm. Oh, okay, that are actually. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. I know there's a big problem of like people from Korea. No, no, it's in South Korea that they like. No, in Japan too. Oh, really? That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, because you also have the leftover Korean population that like so there is like Korean communities mm-hmm. within Japan. Um, so it's probably an ideal place to go. Um, yeah. So the total refugee population of Syrian of the Syrian civil war is thirteen point four billion. Which sure that sounds like a lot, but like the population of Germany is like eighty six, eighty three, eighty nine point three. What? No. Eighty nine point two. Well, we always were like eighty two. And oh yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah eighty two. So yeah, maybe yeah. we're more now. We. But oh like, not, yeah, yeah, I'm, maybe I'm, all fourteen million might cause some problems. But like, split that with France and yeah, seriously, sorted, split that know? with France. <laughs> yep. Seven million each. Doesn't yeah. also need to be all of Europe taking them in either, though. Too. Although it would be yeah. like nothing if all of Europe. No, took no, no. Them but yeah. I mean, just like no, I mean, no, seriously, seriously, like in the yeah. sense most of, of you guys wouldn't even get a Syrian restaurant. Like, it just you would yeah. not notice yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like seriously. the the. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is then also this kind of comes into like the European white savior thing. Is that like it doesn't need to just be Europe doing it? Like other mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Any country that then wants to come forth and take in people obviously should do it. And the thing is, there are actually like uh, states or something coming forward right yeah. now. And then there's like, oh, we can't do that. We need a European solution. Yeah, the European solution was already Moria. 
created Moria? Well, the, the, What's the shit that happened? We there? have these things left over from you know the last uh, century. Yeah, uh, we could rebuild them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you want that? Like, yeah. well, this do is... you want the concentration camp with the rainbow flag? We so have, we have, we have it in this. The Europa Lösung. <laughs> yeah. So the the European solution as like the talking point is a very interesting phenomenon because mm. I think we've talked about this before of just like. Because coronavirus also kind of exposed this as well. Because one of the central arguments yeah. in like the Brexit debate is was was kind of like entirely hypothetical about like what Europe could do. Yeah. And now we've been presented with these opportunities. I mean, before the Brexit op- uh, Brexit debate, like mm-hmm. the migrant crisis was this presented opportunity, and the European solution, the hypothetical European solution, was not provided. Yeah. The reason we talk about like the European solution or the European answer to this problem was because. The the structures are theoretically there. This could have been done, but it hasn't, yeah. and it hasn't for a very long time. Yeah, and I find that very interesting because it's always like, in, if they're like really like EU enthusiasts out there saying like, well, yeah, but Europe and solidarity and shit like that. You saw that because you mentioned COVID nineteen right now and like all the measures that were taken by the EU. That was quite late, like when Italy had all the spike in cases. <clears throat> or was the country with all the corona cases something? They were left alone by the back EU. Then. <laughs> back then, isn't it? And earlier yeah, this Italy year, was, was, they, they was, were left we alone. Were, that yeah. was either they last like, year or last week. I, can't yeah. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Yeah. But they had Cubans and uh, Chinese, uh, like the Chinese government helping them with yeah. masks, with doctors, with everything. Yeah. Because US Europe was, was like, the US oh was shit, stealing masks we better close, like Europe, the rest of Europe was that, we better close our borders. I don't know, what is Schengen? I don't know, what is yeah. the EU? Yeah. I don't know. And this is like still the fucking still same idiots that are wearing the EU uh, sweater saying like, yeah, but Erasmus and I don't know. And I just European I, friendship. Yeah. Yay. I just think it's really funny in the sense that then like, and I know that I'm going to sound really dumb right now, but whatever, just fucking bear with me. I love in the sense of how this just kind of perfectly comes into the sense of that, how like how history is written or like, like contemporary histories are written by Europe and the United States of that. There, while there is like an outcry from within, you know, um, within these communities of like, okay, the refugee camps or within like, you know, the border things with Trump, you know, the ICE detention facilities. Yeah. Um, I love how there's like never then the comparison of that to then like concentration camps, you know, well, then you'll, you'll, you'll hear continuously of like, oh, well, yeah, like, yeah, the U.S. has the largest prison population in the entire world, bigger than that of Stalin's gulag system, uh, but it's actually, you know, insert something happening into another country that then, that's the real problem in the world, or then yeah. it's the sense of that then it's like, well, yeah, the refugee crisis, that's a thing, but like, what about like what China's doing? It's like, just shut the fuck up. Like, the European Union is literally doing just an incredibly, like, I mean, yeah, like nothing will compare to like genocide of the Holocaust, of course not. But you cannot look at this like fairly, like whether it be the ICE detention facilities, whether it be then the refugee facilities as well throughout them and not look at that as, as an entirely racialized, um, you know, I, I hate to use these postmodern terms like a necropolitical sphere of, of, yeah. of existence of you are there to die. Yeah. You are literally there because nobody fucking wants you and no country 
none of these liberal, democratic, beautiful countries that then apparently are like, you know, the bastion of, of, of democracy on the hill that apparently exists. None of them are coming to save you. You are there. You are going to fucking be burned alive, literally, in some yeah. cases, in these fucking camps. Mm-hmm. And no one then just like sort of just comes out and calls it. You know, I mean, yeah, there's the speculation of then like, you know, genocide that China's doing, you know. That is an issue in itself, of course, but there's always like the knee-jerk reaction of every American or every, you know, every lib of being like not wanting to just call it for what it is to his face. Yeah. Like it is orchestrated genocide. It doesn't have to be then like the fucking Holocaust. It doesn't have to fucking be like a spooky country like China or like the gulag system or whatever. It's happening like right in front of you and you don't want to notice it for what it is. And the fact that you don't notice it for what it is literally then can explain to yourself like how the fucking Holocaust happened. You know, of like, oh, how did the Germans ignore, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, how did they ignore concentration camps and then, when they were right in their fucking backyard? Yeah. They were reported about by international media and they were praised. Yeah. And you that's know? very important to mention. If, if this, like a bad thing like this happens, it doesn't matter under which government no, or of which system it, it happens. It's a bad thing that happens. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. just what it is. And doesn't like you can't outweigh it. You can't outweigh the experience or the inhumane treatment of these people. Like by saying, oh, but look, we have these kind of things yeah. in Europe or something like that. You can't. Uh, you can't make it better just by saying oh look but normally this is yeah. uh, we have democratic elections or something like that i mean we, yeah you, that doesn't help it people is like, anymore, yeah. it is almost like these i don't know because i feel like i'm like eu flag emoji twitter whisperer um i can i can speak to these people is it because of previously in europe i i <laughs> i ran in these circles let's not let's not go into how or why but um the yeah, it, it it is like a it's it's a situation where you just really need to decouple like the good things about the European Union, the things they do talk about are nice. Erasmus is nice. Having friends from other countries is nice. Being able like to like yeah, like <laughs> this is the like the only project in the world that has actually kind of like in some capacity taken down national borders between other countries. That is nice. It's just you need to decouple that from the idea of Europe or that this is the limit of niceness and we couldn't possibly go yeah. further. Um yeah, just 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 and, <laughs> and you can't yeah, and you and, and you can't bring that as an argument when something like that happens. No. This has nothing to do with that. It's still yeah. like treating treating people like shit. You can you know? still so. meet Maria from Portugal like on your college gap year. It's fine. You don't have to murder a bunch of refugees exactly. to do that. <laughs> exactly. It's it's an amazing thought almost that that's, those two things are possible, <laughs> that you could meet a Portuguese person and not turn the Mediterranean into a graveyard. Um, yeah. I, I, we'll, put a, we'll find a link and put it in the description for something nice you can do regarding the situation. <laughs> we don't have it right now to shut it out, but... Look through the show notes. There'll be one for the Debenhams protest. There will be one for the yeah. Moria situation. Um, I actually do have a shout out. Oh, cool. Yeah. Excellent. There we go. I'll pull up my calendar. Oh. Jesus. Yeah, you can keep yeah, look at yeah. Nick organized here yeah. over here with a calendar. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> 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 Fancy. Um, yeah. The, it's, I'm sorry. We, we, I thought we had fun at the beginning, but we did hit you with a downer at the end. And it did turn into an interesting conversation about the nature of liberalism and the European project and whatnot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, we, 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 you know, we had some laughs. We uh, had some not laughs. Just 
Remember Vujic's funny face? I <laughs> you have to put that video so, in the... Yeah, yes. This is for our listeners in Berlin, mostly, or our German-speaking listeners. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to just keep announcing this every week until it happens. Oh, okay. So, what um, are we trying to do? <laughs> yeah, no. On uh, October 22nd in Neukölln, in uh, Wipperstrasse, at like Die Linke's little fun office, uh, I'm going to be talking about the United States, oh, yeah. about U.S. politics, about... Um, the election about what then the sphere like what what does the left look like in the u.s right now in 2020 um it's all in german i have not planned any of this out yet because i kind of can at the moment because you still have time don't want to go through the verbs with you <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, so for, uh, uh, I don't know the exact address, but it's like if you just type in like Die Linke Neukölln and then Wipperstrasse, V E P P E. It's really close to um, the S U. Yeah, S U Neukölln. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm going to be doing a talk there on the 22nd. I don't quite know exactly what I'm going to be talking about yet. Uh, it is at. Uh, 7 p.m. or 19 Uhr for all of our German listeners. Mm. Um, my other Spati friends, aside from Kieran, may help out. I don't know yet. Either uh, So far, it's just me. I'll be sitting in the corner going, woo, at points that I feel like is appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> when there's a lull in your like speaking pattern, I'll be like, woo. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's just a small like kind of event thing, though. But you'll get to hang out with me and, and watch me speak in German, which is not very often. I've been to the Lenka talks. They're good. They're interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to be leading it. Nice. And you can ask me dumb questions. So. <laughs> you, <laughs> yes, uh, man in the front, you claim to be American, but you spoke in German the whole time. <laughs> ha! <laughs> I've caught you out, sir. My calendar tells me it's in 41 days. So nice. I got, I got 41 days to prepare this shit. 39 days when you're listening to this. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I guess the only other shout out we should say is to Kieran, who might not be back for a while. Oh yeah, Kieran's <laughs> not going to be on the show for quite some time. We fired him. Yeah, we fired oh, him. No. <laughs> We're replacing him with a cooler, um, more. We, we canceled him for uh, hurting the environment. Yeah. <laughs> Imminently. <laughs> no, oh, no. We're eco fashion now. He's reproduced, therefore he is he's our enemy. Uh, yeah, they, I've been replaced by a cool Welsh guy. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, but you're, we've also replaced you with, like, for some reason, you're just a 90s cartoon now who just says, like, cowabunga all the time for some reason. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm Poochie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Where's Poochie? Where's Poochie? Uh, yeah, so I think with all that being said... Wait, was it, it's clear that Kieran's about to become a father, so he won't be on yeah. the show. He's for all the haters out there, things. I have had sex. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Once. Please, yeah, no, Yulia is right. Please don't visualize it. I am... I am uh, functionally asexual. Oh, um, so, with all that said, that's been another corner. Sure, Jared's a good Catholic man, only having sex for mm. making have one child, and that's mm. it. One child is not good Catholic. Catholics don't, yeah. <laughs> no, of course not. Eight children. No, Eight children. Not, all not, the purebred Italian. <laughs> Ideally, uh, eight tuplets, so then you only have sex <laughs> once. That's the most one, efficient. Just one time to the hospital, yeah, yeah. Kieran's uh, Octomon High true shooting percentage I'm going to say this now Because I feel like Everyone will forget to say it In our absence Our theme song is New Dawn by Melody Brains <laughs> yeah, yes. You should check them out They're working on a new album At the moment It's called Golden Dawn <laughs> No new, God damn it <laughs> New Dawn This time it's golden <laughs> <laughs> And with that Ciao ciao Bye bye Bye, bye.